Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Club update of the Championship Roundtable. Today we'll be focusing on Wolves with Thomas Bohr, who runs Wolves Blog, which you can find on Twitter at Wolves Blog. Uh, hello, Thomas. How are you doing today? I'm not bad, thank you. Not bad. Obviously, the uh, main talking point surrounding Wolves is the sacking of Walter Zenger, which happened yesterday. It was a bit unexpected for me as a neutral, but uh, looking at the results and things, I think he's only got four wins in the league, if, if that's right. So this maybe not going as well as I thought it was going. Do you think it was the, uh, what are your first reflections on the sacking? And do you think it was the right decision? Um, I think there's, I don't think it's surprising. I think the fact is that we've been taken over by um, this Chinese conglomerate. They've invested heavily into the team. 14 games in, we're 18th in the table. So that's obviously going to be seen as unacceptable. What's quite surprising is that how quickly it's unraveled. About, um, I think, about a month and a half ago, we beat Newcastle at St James's Park. We followed that up with a, a good win at home to, to Brentford, and we were outside the, the playoffs by a point. Um, and then we, we, we had Wigan away as the next one, and they were bottom, and you were just looking at it thinking, well, this is where our season's really going to get going. But it's just unraveled from there. You know, in, in the five games, we lost to Wigan, um, and then we had a, a very difficult three-game run where we had Villa, Brighton and Norwich. So it wasn't a tremendous surprise that we, we lost to, to Brighton and Norwich, albeit narrowly on, on both occasions. And then we put in a good performance at Villa. We we're probably unlucky not to win. And then last Saturday at Leeds, we at home to Leeds, we, a game you'd fancy us to win. We, we just didn't really turn up, didn't play very well. And, and suddenly, you know, from being on the cusp of the playoffs, you're down in 18th and that's the nature of the championship and I think Bozen, the the group who own Wolves now are looking at this thinking well we've invested this money we're 18th they've probably got one eye on January I would imagine thinking that they might invest again so if they're going to pull the trigger I think sooner or that sooner than later is probably not a bad plan Um, so whoever we we get in now has a chance to get their feet under the table uh, assess the squad and then decide potentially what we need to do in January. So I, I'm not surprised. I mean, if you look at Walter Zenger's record, he hasn't been at a club very long. He doesn't he doesn't hang around. He's very much a short-term interim manager. Um, so it, it's no surprise in that sense. And I think Fozer knew knew that when they brought him in, he was probably always going to be a stopgap manager. Um, and I'm I'm not surprised that, that he's gone. I mean, am I? Am I disappointed? I mean, I, I like to give managers the the benefit of the doubt. Generally, I'm always tend to be on their side. I always feel they're a bit hard done by. 
think of Wolves, I, I thought Kenny Jacket was very unlucky to be given the, the flick at the start of the season. But when new owners come in, that, that's always that's always the case. But funnily enough, now you're looking at Wolves in 18th place and you're thinking we need a, a safe pair of hands appointment, really. And and Kenny Jacket would probably fulfil that brief in a sort of perverse way. So, so yeah, so, I mean, we're I'm not surprised he's left. And personally, I'm not disappointed because I think we need a, a much different type of manager now. I, I think this season becomes about regaining some stability, um, putting a team together and just trying to make sure that we're we're on target to do something next season. So I always think, I always thought from when we got taken over in the summer, this was a two-year, two-season project. And I think that's that's how it's going to prove to be. Yeah, I'd agree with that. When uh, I heard about the news of the takeover and all the players coming in, I thought it would be more looking at next season rather than this season because there are a lot of good teams this season that are stable and things. So I, that, that's probably a fair reflection. I was slightly surprised by the news purely because I've only seen Wolves twice this season and one was against Newcastle where obviously you won at St. James's Park and the second was against Aston Villa where you were the better team. So I thought maybe this was a bit premature and he should have been given more time. But when you look at the league table, you are in 18th place, only four points above the relegation zone, uh, seven points up the playoffs. So it's sort of that zone where managers will be, uh, you know, at risk of being fired. So it's, pro- it's probably fair um, if Wolves do want to sort of stabilise this season. Would you have given him any more time at all? Or do you think that now is the perfect time to make the change? It's it's a difficult one. It's only been 14 games. And it's, seven points can be made up quite quickly. So it's... it's. Well, I mean, if you look at it objectively, 14 games is a nonsense, really, isn't it? You can't judge a manager. Particularly, if you, if you look at it from the outside, all these players come in and all this change. And, for, you know, you're giving the bloke two and a half months to, to get it right. It's it's not it's loony, you know. It's 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 not living in the real world. Of course, it, it's not right. Of course, really, he should be given more time. But personally, in the cold light of day, I didn't think he was going to be the man who was going to take us out of the championship. Nothing in his track record to me suggested he was going to come and storm the championship and and you know hit the ground running. So. To me, um, I think it's the right time. If you're going to pull the trigger, it either had to be for me, give him the whole season, or you get him out well before January so we can actually do what's necessary and then we go with the manager who who, who perhaps is hopefully a safer pair of hands and, and can see us through this difficult period now. But Because um, the last time we were in this position, we experimented with a, a different kind of manager, Stoller Solbach, and we got rid of him um, in January we brought in Dean Saunders. We gave Dean Saunders no time, no money, really, to to jig that squad around, and we got relegated. So I think, hopefully, having learned that lesson, at least now, if we're going to pull the trigger, we've done it early enough that someone can actually come in and make a meaningful difference. So I I personally think yes, it probably was the right thing to sack him because I'm not confident it would have got a lot better before before January. It might have got a bit better. But it also could have got a lot worse. So personally, now I'd like to see, as I keep going back to that safe pair of hands appointment. Yeah, where, where would you think the uh, problems were for Walter Finger during his short uh, period in time? Because obviously he had to get a lot of new players in, sort of settle them into the squad, get them to jail, which isn't easy, especially in the championship. Uh, he scored 16 goals, conceded 17, which isn't awful. It's not like either your attack or your defence has been woeful. Where do you think the problems have lied for uh, him? I think it's um, possibly to do more with the fact that I don't, 
I don't think he knows his best eleven, which is is no surprise, of course, when you've got you bring in thirteen players and you already had a, a squad of fourteen, fifteen established players. So he, he hasn't managed to in that time establish who he wants to play. In the recent weeks, he's had a more settled group of about fourteen or fifteen players he's picked from, but then he's kind of he's tried a couple of different systems. Um, I just think. The bottom line is he had too many players and he couldn't figure out the best way to use them. That That's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, certain players, like you say, we, we played well at Newcastle and we played well at Villa. I mean, in those games, he, he had a sort of, I think he had a more defence-minded system in those in those games. Um, he packed out the midfield more, um, had more solidity through the spine of the team. And then the one or two players of technical ability managed to get them into good positions. But then he seemed to abandon this quite often and uh, put out more attacking sort of lightweight teams. And we, we, we got brushed aside too easily in, in crucial moments in games. So I think it ultimately, like I say, he he didn't know his best team. And I don't think he, he was landing on a system of play that... that that was going to be conducive to, to getting consistent results. You've been talking about a safe pair of hands appointment, which wouldn't be bad for Wolves at all, especially given the sort of um, the amount of players that have come in, and I'm sure there's going to be more in January. But do you think that under the new regime, one that will want success sort of straight away, do you think that the hiring and firing of managers could become common and maybe you could get through three or four managers throughout the season? Or do you think they're going to get the next one right and sort of appoint somebody that can stay there until the end? end of the season and stabilise the club maybe for somebody else to come in next year or for them to take it on even further? I mean, I'm a bit of a pessimist, to be honest. So I think we're gonna, we are going to fall into that Nottingham Forest Leeds kind of hire and fire room culture, which is obviously what we're dreading. I hope that's not the case. I think this appointment now will tell us a lot about what lies ahead. If they go out and get... Um, a, a big name, um, you know, an Allardyce, someone of that ilk, um, who who's serious, knows the division very well. I think that will show an intent on their behalf to to bring some stability. If they just go down George Mendes's phone book, which wouldn't surprise me because he has obviously a strong influence at our club now, and they pluck out one of these managers from the continent who, you know, who who might have had bits of success in other leagues. Then I think yes, we're going to get into that pattern of, you know, short-term appointments, and then just hope that we land on someone who does something okay. So I'm I'm not a fan of that, but I think that's more likely what's going to happen. The early favourite for the job is Dougie Friedman, who has obviously managed in the Championship before with Crystal Palace, Bolton, and Nottingham Forest. Do you think he would be a good appointment, or do you think that would be a little bit, you know, boring and not the right type of manager to get you up where you want to be? Because he's not had promotion at all and it seems like a bit of a weird one to be favourite at this stage yeah I mean he's uh, one more thing I say about Dougie Freeman he played for Wolves so I mean that's that always I can see where Fosen might be looking at that and thinking you know it might resonate with the fans because he came in but he was only at Wolves for about I think it's a season two seasons he was a wonderful wonderful striker oh, he, one, one of my sort of cult heroes uh, in the mid 90s wonderful finisher I mean, he was at Palace. He did a decent job there, and he chose to leave when they were flying high. Ended up at Bolton in very difficult circumstances. That was a terrible career move for him. Um, and then he he struggled ultimately there, and and then at Nottingham Forest again in in bad circumstances. He took that job. So I do feel a bit sorry for him because I think there's something there as a coach. 
Um, and he's, he's, he's walked into terrible clubs. But then, he, you know, others outside might look at Wolves now and think he's going into another bad situation. Personally, no, I don't. He's not the name who's going to make me think, yes, Wolves have, have turned the ship around and this is going to be serious. But I, if you're asking me, would I rather have Dougie Friedman or um, a name from the continent, you know, an, a, a manager who's done well in, in Greece, as we've been linked with, or, or France, uh, no, I, I'd rather I would rather have a domestic coach. So if it's a choice between them or Dougie Freeman, then yes, I'd have Dougie Freeman. But I think there are better domestic names we could go and get. Yeah, I'm just looking at the list of uh, the odds now for the next Wolves manager. You've got people like Sam Allardyce, Vita Pereira, Tim Sherwood, Steve Cottrell, Rob Edwards, Ryan Giggs, Andre Villas-Boas, Mick McCarthy. It's a very mixed sort of assortment of names. What do you, who would you think? Ideally, you want as the successor for Walter Singer. Sam Allardyce. I mean, it's just very, it's just, it's as simple as that. If he's available and he's able to come in and do the job and he wants the job, then it's the easiest decision in the world. It's as simple as that. And I don't think even anyone objectively looking in, I mean, you, you know, you'd look in from the outside. If Wolves got Allardyce now, you think, oh, okay, Wolves are taking this seriously. You know, the owners, it, it just, it, it reeks of, okay, we're going to go and do something now. Whereas if we get one of those other managers, you, you just know it, it reeks of what, what what are Wolves doing? You know, all those names on that list. I mean, even Ryan Giggs, you'd be thinking that's a tremendous risk. That's a risk to get him in because we, he's got no experience. He certainly doesn't know the championship because he's never played uh, anything like that. I think it would be a massive culture shock for him. Um, and then some of the other names domestically just don't impress. I mean, you look at Sherwood, Pearson, Zola, names like that who have managed um in the championship but they all come with very checkered cvs based on their recent recent you know efforts at other clubs so to me allardyce stands head and shoulders above everyone else i think if he's discounted if he rules himself out or for whatever reason he's not the man then i think it becomes um a bit of a scrum to be honest with you i think we're, we're settling but i the profile of the manager I want is someone like that. They're not necessarily going to play amazing football. They're not going to have the like a what you call maybe a modern philosophy, but someone who can organise us, keep us solid, and and use what's available and get the best out of those players. So even a Mick McCarthy, I know Wolves fans are going to roll their eyes at this, but Mick McCarthy now, if we got him back tomorrow, I think that would be not a bad appointment at this particular juncture. Because you you know Mick McCarthy, if you give him resources, he'll build a team. The only reason he's faltering at Ipswich now is because they haven't given him any money to take that team on. He's been scraping by on free transfer. So we need we need decisive leadership, a strong character, and someone who knows the championship. That, that those would be my prerequisites. So Big Sam is a definite first choice, but if not him, someone of that profile. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um... The last few appointments in the Championship have been of that ilk. You've seen Neil Warnock at Cardiff, Steve McLaren at Derby, Steve Bruce at uh, Aston Villa, and they've all sort of had an impact on their teams. They've all got wins already. So it could be that a, a manager of that ilk would be the best thing for Wolves. But finally, before you go, I just want to ask you, now that the Wolves think is left, what do you think your targets are for the rest of the season? Do you think that you're going to try and get into the playoffs or do you think stability in the league is the most important thing? I guess it, it depends a lot on who is appointed, but... At, at this current point in time, what do you think Wolves should be looking to achieve this season? I, I mean, I honestly, I, I know it sounds um, it sounds negative to say it, but I just think we've got to make sure we stay up. I would do, 
I've just seen it before. We, we, this is Groundhog Day for Wolves fans. As I say, we, we got relegated from the Premiership. We, we bought Sol back in. We bought in a load of, of players who were his players. We mixed them with the old players. We sacked the manager halfway through the season. And we, and we ultimately went down because Dean Saunders couldn't get those players working together. And I, I just fear the same again. Um, I look at the teams who are down at the bottom now, even Rotherham. I mean, Rotherham are cut adrift. But they've got Kenny Jackett now, a manager I rate very highly, who knows the championship. Um, and it and it concerns me. And Cardiff, you know, they're not going to go down under Neil Warner. Um, Derby are 21st. They're not going to stay 21st all season, no chance. So even Blackburn, we've, I mean, we've got Blackburn this Saturday and we, at Ewood Park. And now I'm fearing that game because they've picked up a bit. And I'm looking at some of their players thinking, well, they've got a bit more, a bit more streetwise in this league than us. So... I'm personally looking over my shoulder thinking, let's stay up. You know, that's why I want this safe pair of hands appointment because we it would be disastrous for us to go down now at this juncture where we're we're looking ahead. We're looking to try and make big strides forward. Um, we need to get an element of stability. So minimum requirements, stay up. Um, and then anything above that, you know, if we're pushing up and it looks like we can get towards the playoffs, that that's great because... It can change very quickly. I mean, we've got some winnable fixtures. We have got Blackburn and Preston. I mean, Preston have been on a good run, but those are winnable fixtures. If you win those back to back, suddenly you're looking up instead of down, aren't you? So it can change very quickly. But to answer your question, stay up and build foundations for next season. I don't think you're going to get relegated. I think there's a lot worse teams in the league than uh, Wolves at the moment, but I, it, it depends a lot on this this appointment. The manager is the most important uh, man at a football club, and if you get that right, you could be pushing for playoffs. If you get that wrong, you could be in the relegation fight. So I think it, uh, we're going to learn a lot about what Wolves can do over the next couple of weeks. But I'd just like to thank you for joining us today, Thomas. If you'd like to tell people where they can reach you or anything you want to plug, that would be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to come and read the, the blog, I'm the editor of wallsblog.com. I just put out a piece about Sam Allardyce, actually, and why I want him to be manager. All very, as you'd expect it to be, but um, worth, a, worth a comment. Lots of comments and feedback on that article already. And yeah, so if you want to tweet me anything, any views, uh, you can get me at wallsblog on Twitter, which is uh, very easy. I mean, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash wallsblog. All very easy to find and navigate. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and thanks for you guys for listening to the club update uh, for the Championship Roundtable for Wolves. Uh, we hope you keep listening. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.